Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Thursday, November 10th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Leah Mallory. And I'm Shana Walsh. Now let's see what's what in the city. Yesterday, New York state officials announced an initiative to improve the supply chain for technology companies that are working to combat climate change. The program will provide startup companies with access to locally sourced materials. The program supports the state's goal of reducing carbon emissions 85 percent by 2050. Applications for qualified organizations will be open through January 4, 2023. The New York City Veterans Day Parade has honored military personnel for their bravery and strength for the past 103 years. Tomorrow will be no different. Each year, thousands of participants line up to march and watch the nation's largest Veterans Day event. This year, an estimated 200,000 people will march up Fifth Ave to celebrate our nation's veterans. The event will begin at 26th Street and end on 47th Street. The program will be available wherever you stream ABC7 New York starting at 12.30 p.m. A listeria outbreak is sweeping across several states. 16 people have been infected by contaminated food. Seven of those cases were found in New York. One person in Maryland has already died. The cause of the outbreak? Well, the CDC is saying that it may be linked to sliced deli meat and cheese. Five of the seven New Yorkers infected bought sliced meat or cheese from a local chain selling international foods. Symptoms can surface within four weeks and take up to four months to appear. They're usually seen in older adults, pregnant women, and people with weakened immune systems. The CDC is advising anybody who falls into any of those three categories to avoid deli meat and cheese until it's properly reheated. 50,000 purple rhinestone-covered metro cards are coming to Midtown subway stations. The metro cards are limited edition and feature the signature of country music icon Dolly Parton. Parton is one of several musicians to get her own run of metro cards, joining other artists like David Bowie and Notorious B.I.G. The Rockefeller Center Christmas tree is starting its journey to Manhattan today. The 82-foot-tall Norway spruce is traveling almost 200 miles from its previous home in upstate New York to Midtown this weekend. Donated by the Leibowitz family in Queensbury, the tree will be put up on Saturday, November 12th. But the real magic won't happen until November 30th when the tree will be dressed in 50,000 LED lights and a Swarovski crystal star. If you can't catch the lighting in person, the event will be broadcast on NBC the night of the 30th. And in the world of sports, WFUV's Will Jing has the latest on the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets finally have something good going their way as they defeated their crosstown rival the New York Knicks last night 112-85. to It's a light in the dark for the Nets who have had a challenging season so far. Kyrie Irving was suspended for sharing an anti-Semitic film on social media. Head coach Steve Nash was fired and assistant coach Jacques Vaughn was promoted to the newly vacant seat. These back-to-back changes have ultimately shifted the landscape for the Nets. To make things even more confusing, rumors are circulating that Kevin Durant may at some point want to be traded. No matter what happens, it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the Nets season unfolds. But Will, what's going on with hockey? In the NHL, the Rangers, Islanders, and Devils all had a rest day last night after playing Tuesday. Tonight at 7, the Rangers will get a chance at redemption against the Red Wings from their disappointing performance Sunday where they lost 3-2 in overtime. They also lost to the Islanders Tuesday, skinning to 6-5, and five, which is a lot worse than many predicted after being two wins away from a Stanley Cup appearance last year. Meanwhile, the Islanders, who picked up that win against the Rangers, faced the Coyotes in the UBS Arena in Long Island at 7.30 tonight. With WFUV Sports, I'm Will Jing. Thanks, Will. The New York City Marathon weaves through all five boroughs, finishing up in Central Park. 
WFUV's Taylor Massetta took a trip to the finish line to see what this iconic race is all about. When you watch the finish of the New York City Marathon, you see every emotion possible. When runners turn into Central Park, a hill stands between them and the finish line, a brutal conclusion to a 26.2-mile race. Some runners grimace in agony as they make their way down the final straightaway, while others are all smiles, jogging along the sidelines and high-fiving, cheering onlookers. Many people have tears streaming down their faces, overwhelmed with emotion for making it this far. No matter what, the finish of the New York City Marathon is an emotional affair. The New York City Marathon isn't just a race. It's the essence of New York, captured for all to see. With 50,000 competitors towing the line this year, thousands of stories can come together. Not just from the five boroughs, but from the entire world. The marathon may be grueling, but people sure know how to make it fun. A man jogs by while balancing a pineapple on his head, and another sprints to the finish in a hot dog costume. A woman even skips by, decked out in a wedding veil. To Ayumi Nagano, the New York City Marathon has been four years in the making. After two pregnancies and the pandemic, Nagano finally towed the line, finishing in about four hours. My first marathon, it's my home state. Um, I've spectated the New York City Marathon so many times, and I just have loved the adrenaline and the energy of the city. Nagano faced many trials and tribulations throughout her running career, including an eating disorder and a drug addiction. With love and support from her family, she overcame these hurdles. One constant in her life has always been running. Running became sort of my serenity, my peace of mind, the place where I went. It almost became like my best friend. When I was really kind of going through hard times, my go-to was, in a lot of ways, running. And even when I was running away from my eating disorder, if I was just trying to like kind of slow down my breathing and my thoughts, um, I went to running. Nagano eventually started coaching cross-country at Millennium Brooklyn High School. Her athletes inspired her to make a return to racing, and she's never looked back since. To Nagano, there's no place like New York. New York City itself is like no other city I've ever been to before. And just the energy is constantly in the air, and you can feel that energy. And it's not just the competitors that make this race so special. Even as a spectator at the New York City Marathon, because if that's how much energy you could feel while you're spectating, I can't imagine the amount of adrenaline that you'll feel while you're actually racing it, being surrounded by these hundreds of thousands of people. Multiple runners extend their home country's flags over their heads as they make their way to the finish line. Ukrainian flags received resounding cheers of support from the crowds in particular. In a way, this represents what the New York City Marathon is all about coming together and sharing a moment of triumph. I'm Taylor Massetta, WFUV News. That was WFUV's Taylor Massetta giving the rundown of the New York City Marathon. And that's our show for today. I'm Shayna Walsh. And I'm Leah Mallory. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you find your podcasts.